Hello, Jonah. Hello. Welcome to another episode of Album Check. This week we're talking about Olivia Olivia Rodrigo's debut album, Sar. But before we get into that, we have we have news. We we do. <laughs> we literally we literally talked about this before we hit record. We've got we've got social media stuff. Oh yeah, <laughs> that... <laughs> we're like Facebook official, although we actually don't have Facebook. But yeah, we now have we have Instagram, we have a Twitter, we we have an Anchor website. We are hopefully going to be on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So if you look up Album Check Podcast on Instagram and Twitter, you'll find us. We'll have cool updates. You'll see what we're doing next. Hell yeah! Very exciting. It's awesome. You excited, things, Jonah? Th- things getting going. It's getting moving. <laughs> yeah, so um, we finally started putting stuff out. So hopefully this will be... Is this the, is this the third or... F- this will be the fourth episode we put out? Yes, it will. That's, so, yeah. that's, oh, that's awesome. That's really exciting. <laughs> so yeah, go go tell your friends. If you don't have any friends, tell your mum. Yeah. Album check. <laughs> I thought you were gonna make a horrible joke there. No, I was just waiting for it. No, no it's, it's okay. Yeah, just check out stuff. Our terrible content, you know. Yeah, but yes, let's get into Sar. Now, you were the one that uh, that suggested this. I was quite surprised. Yes. So, um, I've heard of her because she's Olivia Rodrigo. And <laughs> if you haven't heard of her now, you've been living under a rock. And I'd heard, I'd, I'd heard like a couple of the singles. I think it was "Good for You" and "Driver's License," and I enjoyed them well enough. Uh, but I'd seen it got some like surprisingly like positive reviews. Like people were legitimately saying, "Like, look, obviously it's not some like musical masterpiece," but they're like, you know, there's there's some good stuff here. So. When 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 you say surprisingly good reviews, why why surprising? Uh, well, like normally, you, if you. If I told you there was like a, a a girl coming off the Disney Channel had made an album, I'd be like, okay, I don't care at all. But Fantano gave this a seven, and you know that's a come from him. That's a, a pretty respectable pretty score. Respectable score. I'm just realizing he, that means this album is better than My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy, <laughs> which is <laughs> yeah. So I, you give I, that a six. Yeah, that's that that meme will never die. Yeah. Never, ever, ever. <laughs> So yeah, no, I was just I I like to to keep up with the what what's up and coming in the pop what's, sphere. What's bopping? Yeah, what what the kids are listening to because you know I'm old now. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just thought this would be an interesting thing to see, see where pop culture is headed. You know, because mm, like good for you, you just cannot avoid anywhere. No. It is everywhere. Yeah, every, every shop you go into is is playing on the radio. Like it's it's just a constant now. Yeah, see, it's also interesting because, you know, this isn't usually the kind of music I think you'd listen to. Well, you know, I like pop, but this is this is slightly more sort of angsty than mm. I was anticipating, which is actually a quality I enjoy about it, but we'll get to that. Yeah, well, let, let's just start with Brutal. Yeah, the, this is probably the, the best example of that, because mm. this is just like a 90s punk rock like anthem it's it's so much fun but it's it starts yeah. it starts with these like strings so it kind of very gently eases you in mm. and then it kind of breaks it down immediately you get interrupted by these like hard car, guitar, hard guitars 
and these like you know descending power chords. It's nice to hear some power chords in mm. like popular, yeah, exactly music. Uh huh. And she she really like captures that sort of angsty uh, rock band aesthetic really well with this. Yeah, it's I, I like this this first song away like really excited because this isn't the kind of you don't hear a lot of guitars anymore in you know mainstream pop music mm, or kind yeah, of mainstream radio not. music and yeah this song is just so much fun it's kind of talking about how just how brutal it is to be 17 mm. to be a teenager like that's so edgy and it feels like you know it's a it's a concept that's been done a million times by everyone but it's still endearing like you know, everyone has those kind of feelings of the teenage years. Mm. So it's, I don't think it will ever not be appealing, to be honest. Yeah, it, it, it's something like I mean, everyone can relate to. Mm-hmm. And yeah, this, this was done so well because uh, you got those kind of descending power chords and then every kind of line finishes as soon as that chord, that final chord plays. Mm. And so it just gives like every every line like a full impact. stop and just yeah, kind of yeah. really kind of imp- yeah impact on every um on every line which is just so mm-hmm. satisfying she's she just sounds like she's having so much fun on this song yeah yeah though no, it's that i think that the lyrics are, are really quite well written here there's my favorite one i point one to point out was that i can't even parallel park line because <laughs> it's just like you know when you're that age, it's just like, oh, I can't do anything, but everything's rubbish. And I just thought that was a really funny way to express that. It's super relatable. I just think it's funny because I also cannot parallel park. <laughs> At least like... you passed your driver's test. <laughs> <laughs> parallel parking is hard. There's a great meme and it's like, step-by-step guide on how to parallel park. Step one, park somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's very yeah. true that's very true my favorite line is the um where's my fucking teenage dream yeah yeah <laughs> because you know obviously like the the teenage experience the high school experience is something that is kind of completely idealized in kind of movies and tv and fiction and, like high school musical that she was on oh I yeah that's a good point actually yeah i never thought of that so I don't know if she's sort of intentionally playing off that, but you know that's a good point. But yeah, but but obviously that's kind of you know fiction. It kind of sucks to be a teenager for many reasons, and I, just I didn't lo- think it sucked, but I I can appreciate some of the sentiments, you know. But yeah, I I just think it's just such a funny line. Where's my fucking teenage dream? And yeah, it's genuine. It's fun. Yeah, and then like- just the 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 delivery of like the God. It's brutal out here. Yeah. <laughs> like, look, it's angsty, it's energetic, it's just so much fun. I love this song. It's it's great. Yeah, it's short short too, you know, kind of This album is short. It's thirty five minutes. You gotta, That's, I like that. Yeah, you gotta you gotta love an album that can just kinda get in, get out, lean. Mm. Is it like I've got no problem with long albums, but mm. it's just when Long-ed it's up. like <laughs> right yeah we, you're 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 a fortnight ahead comment <laughs> we'll get there but she clearly knows that this isn't some kind of high art and it's not like it needs to drag on for ages and ages so yeah no it's it's really great in that regard yeah great great opener but then we get to track two trader now i'm interested to see what you think of this one i like it yeah 
yeah, it's like we sort of start the the main narrative of the album, which albeit it's not like a a super sort of um conceptual one. Mm. It's still engaging throughout the whole thing. You know, I'm always in- interested to see where it go, or I was interested to see where it went. A lot of this album is about um seems to be about a breakup, about uh, being heartbroken. Um, <laughs> Do you think? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so like Trader seems to be about her, her ex-boyfriend who didn't didn't cheat on her, but mm, Yeah, it's it's kind of sus, you know. Still betrayed her. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 a little melodramatic this song. Which, I think the whole album is well, she was seventeen when she recorded it. There's good melodrama and bad melodrama, and I think this kind of just rides the line between being effective enough for what the song was trying to do with like quite becoming cringy you know what i mean i didn't really get any sense of cringe from it maybe that's just because i'm really cringy but um <laughs> no yeah it 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 works well for me i think that sentiment of like her being so frustrated because this guy moves on really quickly mm-hmm. um it's like come on did the past like however long they were together did that like mean nothing and it's just kind of over Mm. You know, that must be immensely frustrating. Uh, yeah. So yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't feel that feeling that you just described to me. Yeah, I mean, it, I, I, I think you know, it just it feels very teenagery. You know, it's this mm. is it's not particularly insightful or elegantly written in terms of a from a lyrical standpoint, but it you know it does feel genuine, and I think that's yeah. why it works. works. Yeah, definitely. It also sounds pretty cool, I think. Yeah. Like There's... the, I love the angelic vocal intro. And the drums on this are so cool. They're like washed in reverb. Um, yeah. And it... they sort of, it sounds super melancholic. They're, they're, it, it has this like, little like kind of staggered bit. And then there's like one really forceful hit. Mm. But it's kind of pushed way to the back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it, it yeah, you know, it, it works really well. But there's, I don't know, there's some... Some lines are a little clunky, like you gave me your word, but that didn't matter. It's just a bit. It's a sort of redundant. Yeah, it? it's just it's just a little clunky. Yeah, she's good at writing bridges, though. I like, yes, uh, that is like wow. Fant- there's a lot of great bridges on this album. <laughs> yeah, uh, there's the obvious one on the next track, but yeah, no, this this one is is really great as well. Just the simple as uh, I'm not actually gonna sing it. <laughs> um. <laughs> Yeah, it it really like fills out the track and makes it feel big. Huge. Yeah, no, those backing vocals are just beautiful. She does mm-hmm. that a lot, but I, I'm all all here for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the I I do, I do enjoy this one for sure. Yeah, I mean, I I I don't love it, but um, it works. It works. It's a good song. Right then, we get. I think this is the main single. Yeah, driver's license. So. I think this is the one that really kind of like exploded at the start of this year. Yeah, I remember my sister showing it to me. She was like, "You got to hear this. You got to hear this." And I was like, "It sounds like a Lord song." Okay, um, <laughs> I, I do, I like this one, but I, I think it's drastically overhyped. Personally, mm. I don't know if you have a similar sentiment. I mean, did uh, just to to keep on that track? Did your did your sister kind of? think this one was amazing did it did it strike a chord yeah she was like as i was listening to it she could tell i was not enthused um Mm -hmm. 
and then she was like, no, just wait for the bridge, wait for the bridge. And I was like, yeah, that's, that's pretty cool, <laughs> pretty cool bridge. <laughs> but yeah, no, she's she enjoys Olivia Rodrigo and especially this song a lot. I mean, I, I guess I guess that's a good point to bring up. We are not the kind of target demographic, I guess, for this album. No, no, definitely not. <laughs> you know, this is this is definitely probably going to hit hardest with with teenage girls, which mm. we are not. Surprisingly, <laughs> but yeah, no, I I think for this the audience that she's going for she's she's definitely resonating that's mm. for sure maybe because i didn't uh, didn't have it put in front of me with hype or expectation i really quite like this one um, mm. i love how it starts because it 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 has the kind of natural sound of the guitar or sorry not the guitar the, the car driving and you hear the you know when you leave your seatbelt off and it like beeps at you or you Mm. oh i didn't register that yeah of course it like beeps and then that the the flows into the the single piano note um Mm. at the same tempo and that was just whenever i like noticed that it like blew my mind Mm -hmm. i thought that was really really clever um yeah that that is smart the the you've got this really sweet simple piano this is like the bass is really sparse in the beginning but this is this sort of grumbling warbly sound mm. um which sort of swells up every now and again uh which sounds really and and look that 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 bridge later on that is great that it oh. sounds fantastic it has this like very kind of like yeah bassy lead in with like the dun dun and then mm. it really comes for it and the, the the i still fucking love you is delivered so well mm. I, I love that they're swearing on this album yeah like, it's cool because she is like a Disney star. She's on High School Musical. She was on some other Disney Channel show. Obviously, Disney has a very kind of child-friendly appeal. You know, no no swearing. But, mm. you know, obviously that's not how teenagers actually <laughs> actually talk. Yeah. So, yeah, it's nice to hear, you know, it just, again, it just makes it feel more genuine and real. And mm, Definitely. Yeah, um, no, I, lo- I love that part, part of it. The Just the kind of driving the imagery of driving on this song i think is really cool the fact she's just got her driver's license and it's like something they would talk about um and it's just like a simple it what should be like a celebratory moment has become kind of quite heartbreaking for her Mm, and i think that's that's really really well written yeah because the song is really about get about how she was kind of sort of taught to drive by this boy and then excited to to her to get her driver's license and that kind of rite of passage into kind of adulthood and then not getting to share it with this person. Yeah, mm. I think it's a really cool lens to talk about a relationship through. Mm. And I, I I think this one works better for me than the previous one because it has a little more specificity to it. Mm. You know yeah, what I mean? That's true. There's like a clear kind of relatable image. You know, well well, you know, Trader does have, you know, images and things in it. It it it's a little more general with being betrayed rather than yeah yeah that's true you know what i mean i th- I think i think with kind of singer songwriter with songs it's there's a tough balance between trying to be like so general that it appeals to everyone but specific enough that it's still interesting and i, I think it, mm. i think it does work better when it's yeah talking yep. about experiences that are specific to her but on a general um you know thing like a emotion, yeah yeah emotion, like that's the, the, the the last track was very very much just rooted in the emotion of it mm. but she kind of as you say gets specific um 
here. There's also I, I something I thought was quite cool. She's like uh talking about the other girl that this guy's with. She's like, she's so much older than me, she's everything I'm insecure about. Um although maybe this isn't like a pro for the music. I just think it's cool that young girls get to hear about this like massive pop star feeling those kind of things too. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed that. Like it, it it makes me feel good to know that my like my sister's listening to this. So if she ever feels something like that, you know it's not just her. Or she knows it's not just her, it's literally everyone. Yeah, it's good for there to be like vulnerability in the music of a massive pop star. Yeah, you know definitely. I and mean? um, rather than just kind of And it seems like genuine vulnerability, not like corporate kind of mm. gloss like to me Taylor Swift kinda gives off those those vibes it feels a bit manufactured you know mm. you compare olivia to taylor swift um quite a bit there's definitely there's definitely influence here yeah, definitely yeah. influence on the next track one step forward three steps y- back yeah i don't like this one no N- no n- not not at all i just think it sounds really really boring but did did you know that the piano on this is interpolated from a taylor swift song i did know that <laughs> yes i also think it's really bland <laughs> <laughs> I have bland piano written down. Um, and just, I don't know about you, the the transition from verse to chorus in this song sounds so awkward to me. No, does it? I, it sounds I like find that they, at all. they'd written a chorus for like a different song, mm-hmm. and they were just like, oh, let's just put it in this one, and it just doesn't flow. I don't have a huge amount to say about this one. It's just the lyrics I don't care for. It do never you, sonically evolves. Do you like the chorus? Yeah, it's all right. It's not unpleasant. You know, see, I think I think it's a really good chorus. I think it's a really catchy chorus. I I kind of like this one quite a quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously the, the 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 saying is usually one step forward, two steps back. Do you have any idea why she's increased it to three? Um, to sound more profound than it actually is. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's hard. <laughs> like I I can't see any other reason for it personally. Okay, fair enough. Uh, apparently, uh, oh, it says it on Genius, um, one step forward, three steps back, a reference to Swift's favourite number, 13. Oh, uh, I hope that's just Genius nerds <laughs> being pretentious. <laughs> I kind of hate that, if that's yeah, true. Yeah, that's that's awful. Why? What What? What interpretation did you have for that? I don't know. I, don't, I had no idea. I, I was hoping you'd know. But yeah, the piano, it sounds kind of roomy. They've left some squeaks in and things, but which i kind of like but they've also added all these like uh like crickets and like nature sounds mm, yeah in the background. i do i do like that That's no cool. i hate that i really i really didn't it, i find it really distracting i don't think it adds anything it it sounds like it doesn't sound like they've recorded it by a window it sounds like they recorded it in a studio and then they took kind of natural sound and put it on top oh. of it to make it sound natural but it just it just doesn't. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I think it's supposed to kind of give you the image of of, of girls sitting by, you know, in a room or, yeah. or by a window on the piano. But I guess that's that's very much Taylor Swift's aesthetic, so they're probably trying to play into that. But yeah, that that part really bothered me. But yeah, I again, great bridge. I love, I love the line. Um, I'd leave you, but the roller coaster is all I've ever had. I think that's be yeah, a really great line in, a, in an album that I don't think is. Has the strongest lyrics, but I like that one. I think for for what this is, I enjoyed the lyricism. Not this song in specific, just this album. For what it is, I enjoyed the lyricism quite a lot, personally. 
Mm, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's you know it does it it works well for the type of album it is and the mm. experience it's talking about. Right. This this next one though, I think this one is awesome. Oh, this one's fantastic. This is this is one that I've had like on I've had on loop a lot. Mm, yeah. This this is. I just think this is like not just really good by the standards of this album. I think this is just really good. It's it's fantastic. Like it's so De- Deja Vu starts with this. Is, I don't know if it's a xylophone or or if they use like a xylophone setting on a keyboard, but it Look, just sounds. I, I have magic. I have magical chimes written down. So let's magical chimes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it sounds like childlike and nostalgic, mm. uh, which is kind of a great. Oh, deja vu. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Do you get um Billy Eilish vibes from this one? Um, I I'm not sure I would on this one, but there's def- there's definitely like moments where you can't help but think of of Billy. I guess mm-hmm. just partly because it's kind of eighteen year old pop star. Mm. It's hard not to draw some kind of comparison. Yeah, fair enough. For me, like the you know the weird sort of robotic laughter at the beginning. The what? uh. It's like halfway through verse one. Oh, I, I can't remember. But yeah, no, that sounds like very much like um, production on the Billy album to mm. me. And speaking of production, like this sounds like the kind of thing I'd try to make, but wouldn't know how. Like, <laughs> you already know I feel a way about that synth that comes in. Yeah. You already know yeah. I feel a way about those drums. Like they're so textured. It's awesome. It's so cool. I, I, I yeah, just have. I, again, I don't have the words to describe it, but I've written in my notes that warbly at the end, that warbly bit at the end of the chorus is so fucking cool. Yeah, <laughs> we we are very descriptive, as you can tell. <laughs> I I love I love just the theme of the song about your kind of yeah ex partner using all the stuff that yeah they did with you and their new woman. Like you know, obviously, kind of love and romance and heartbreak are one of the most kind of talked about things in music, mm. and I just think this is a really interesting. Exactly. To put this through. I haven't yeah. heard something like this told in this way before. It just feels really I new have and exactly creative and fresh. Written down exactly what you've just said. It's it's super super cool in that regard. Yeah, and, and like, like the the line like uh, I made the jokes you tell to her, and it just says like about the guy saying I love you in between the chorus and the verse. And you, if you listen in the background, yeah, she whispers it. So yeah, it's. The the writing on this one is great in my opinion. I I really like the line. I hate to think I was just your type. Hold on, I don't get that. Oh, see, oh there's, there's I a, see. There's a, yeah, there's yeah. A previous line when um she says something like, "About him dating an actress and her saying, I, I hate to think yeah. I was just your type,' which is also kind of a, I guess I've never really thought about that before, but it's I don't know strange to to think about. Oh, that you just kind of fit a sort of general criteria that mm. a person's looking for. Uh-huh. Like, I, I guess kind of we'll like to think that in some way we're sort of special or special mm. to our significant other or mm-hmm. whatever but we could just be replaced yeah replaced yeah. by someone kind of slightly similar yeah yeah no it's this this song is really really awesome and the, again like the bridge i love the the shouted parts of um bet you even tell her I, yeah oh and it's the chorus is just so catchy I know. So so catchy. Like she she has a really freaky talent for writing good bridges. Cause like you said, there is some like 
clunky writing on this album, but it's never on the bridge. Yeah, I know, right? Ever. <laughs> it's really, really strange. Yeah, no, the song is just fantastic. I, I think I'll be like having this song on a lot still for mm. the rest of the year. Yeah, you know? definitely. Because we've talked about a lot of albums that um, you know won't get released online, but you know we've we've listened to a lot for this podcast and. Yeah, Good Mark is, is the ones you go back to, and I feel like this song mm. is one I will definitely go back to. 100%, 100%. But now we get the biggest song of 2021. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good for you. It, it's still great, though, I think. Yeah. It's it, ridiculously I mean, catchy. It is. It, it, it's good the song is so good because it is played everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere. But, oh. Not sick of it yet. Not saying I'm this 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 song. I'm so happy this song is popular. I should say for context, you know, my my kind of music, the music that I kind of fell in love with in my teenage years. When you were but a youngin'. When I was but a youth. <laughs> <laughs> um was kind of pop punk emo music. Like My Chemical Romance is my favorite band. I love Paramore. You know, Fall Out Boy, all that kind of thing was was mm. my my kind of gateway drug, and you know this is very much kind of picking from that era of music. So yeah. the fact that this is like the, the biggest song in the world at the minute is really exciting to me, mm-hmm. and just scratches that itch for me so well. Yeah, it must be cool to walk into a shop and hear that kind of music playing over the radio. You know, yeah, because normally it's really like glossy kind of trap pop nowadays um so yeah that's that's pretty cool that's yeah cool. I'm, ha- I'm happy i'm happy it's popular but yes yeah, so you mm. also love the song oh yeah that chorus is absolutely undeniable like it's ridiculously catchy like chugging bass riff oh it has so much tension like this it starts with just the the, the bass and yeah there's just so much kind of yeah tension that you're like oh shit here it goes and it's kind of it really slowly kind of builds it up exactly yeah and the the guitar tones on this one sound Nirvana esque to me. There's just so much attitude to it, mm. and all, the the drum groove is like so upbeat. It's absolutely wonderful, and of course, it's like it's angsty as hell. And yeah. that's I, I just, fun. I just I just love I love how sarcastic it is. I love the mm. sense of humor yeah. to it. You know, like good for you. It's just so like condescending and kind of like fuck you. I I I find that really I find that really satisfying. Um, that there's one line that um exemplifies that uh for me is i guess that therapist i found for you she really helped yeah it's like such a backhanded compliment or not a cop you know what i'm trying to say like it's it's just there there's some bite to that for sure yeah yeah it's 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 a a bit aggressive yeah 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 i I just i love the attitude of it uh it's it's just so much fun now there's there's a very clear kind of Paramore influence on it, but apparently mm. Haley Williams, who's the lead singer of Paramore, and someone else who's in the band, they they now got uh, they got a writing credit on this actually. Okay. Post release, so it's right. apparently there's there's a song called Misery Business by Paramore, which is very popular. Which there's there's definitely a lot of similarity to this song too. I I don't really think enough to justify getting a writing credit but it seems that yeah paramore's getting like half of the streaming money from this song ha huh. wow fair enough i mean yeah i i can't think of misery business um like i've definitely heard it but i, I can't hear it in my head mm. so i shouldn't comment on that 
yeah, I don't think I don't think it's entirely justified, but you can definitely see the the influence. I'm, I'm yeah, like I said, excited that this song is so popular. Yeah, yeah it's so catchy, dope. so so catchy, dope, dope, dope. Enough but, for you. Oh, then it just kind of this this one's a shame. Yeah, this one is a bit eh. It's sort of a, unnoteworthy to me. Yeah, so it's enough for you is a, a kind of finger style guitar song. It's it's not particularly interesting. It's fine. It, yeah, it's it's not offensively bad, but neither is it like there's nothing kind of distinct about it that makes me go like, ooh, that's I like that, you know. Yeah, I, I have I've I just have like such little to say about it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the guitar on it, but nothing really interesting either. It just can't sustain the whole song, which you know is a shame because like so many of the songs on this album feel kind of perfect and how they managed to keep the song interesting by introducing just different elements on the, the front and the back and mm. keeping it dynamic well this one was just kind of a bit boring yeah the bridge is still great though <laughs> <laughs> even in this case on one of the weaker tracks it's really good like i love how it starts off um sort of to very down in the dumps but then becomes more optimistic in the second half of it mm. but yeah on, on the whole i don't have much to say about this song i mean um I- that's just such a boring first line. Like I wore makeup when we dated because I thought you'd like me more. And yeah, it's like you know, I, I get what you're going for here, but that's just for the least interesting way you could have said it. Yeah, exactly. Short of just like directly saying she was insecure about that, she couldn't have stated it any more sort of matter of factly. There's there's a few nice things. I I like the uh, stupid obsessive emotional little me uh, yeah. line. I think that's that's kind of fun. Mm. There's a there was a line like that on the last song too. She says like maybe I'm too emotional. Mm. I think that's a relatable sentiment. And there's a there's a line I'm trying to find it. Yeah, just for you to say you're not the compliment type. There's this little drone that sort of like fades out on the the compliment type. Fade out of that kind of uh, bassy drone. Just sounds like the kind of the light going out. You're going mm-hmm. oh okay, <laughs> trying to give a compliment yeah. and then mm-hmm. it being knocked down. So that's mm. kind of interesting, but. Yeah, this this is one that I skipped a lot. Yeah, it's made uh, worse by the fact there's such great songs on this. For sure. But Happier, this is track 8. She was 15 when she wrote this. Really? No way, that's you, crazy. You can find a video on YouTube of her at like 15 with a guitar doing it. That's you know, awesome. Is, like, like, god damn, this is so impressive. Yeah. Like, I, I, I like this one a lot. I just quite a specific reason uh, which i might be reading too far into i probably am but you sort of have this meandering piano in the background time signature is three four so it's Mm -hmm. like one two three one two three and that sort of like gives it a a waltz vibe Hmm. and the whole thing just feels like a school dance to me and it feels like she's like looking over at the the guy and his new girl at the school dance and i can't get that image out of my head oh that's good um so yeah i i enjoyed that aspect of it immensely are you are you aware of the whole sar prom thing yes yeah sorry yeah that's also what made me think that um didn't she like do the whole album live or something in the set was like a a prom a high school prom or something like that so i think she never got her her prom i think i I don't know if it was covid related or not Mm. but yeah she never got a prom so she Performed the album live, and that it was in a in a, yeah, her own kind of prom mm. in the style of the album. 
See, that's, that's, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. I like, I didn't think about it like that, but that's, that's interesting. I don't think there's any, like, particularly standout lyrics on this one. Um, mm, but... Yeah, I don't have anything written down. Oh, well, no, there's uh, find someone great, but don't find someone better. And it seems like she's sort of happy for them, but a bit sort of <laughs> miffed about, about it, too. Yeah, I mean, I, I really like the theme of the song. It's kind of wanting the best for someone because you still kind of care for them, but also wanting, you know, you, her, wanting, her wanting to remain a significant part in their life yeah you know what i mean that's something to look back on fondly or, or at or as as the happiest moment that's kind of yeah um i like how she's sort of she's not quite throwing insult but she's like skeptical about their relationship but then she sort of concedes in the end and she's like she looks beautiful she looks kind she probably gives you butterflies mm. um that's really like deliver that as well yeah yeah uh, i think that's a, a cool sentiment to express so yeah, I, I I do like this one quite a bit. It just mm. sounds extraordinarily pleasant to me, even if it might not be like lyrical genius or whatever. Yeah, there's there's a lot to like. There's a kind of electric guitar walk down that is just really satisfying and does a really good mm. job of keeping it, you know, interesting and dynamic. And mm-hmm. um, there's kind of strings at the end which really kind of drive home the heartfelt emotion and makes it cinematic. I really love that part of it too, and I love the mm. ooze. Um, just yeah. before the outro, um, I'm a big fan of ooze and music. <laughs> <laughs> Album check likes ooze. <laughs> like I can't sing, you know. It's like, <laughs> there's no there's no elegant way for me to mm-hmm. um to talk about it. But yeah, this is this is a really good song, and yeah, I'll revisit this one too for sure. Jealousy, jealousy. How oh. are you feeling about this one? Oh, I love this one so much too. Yeah, this is. I don't have a massive amount written down about it, but this, I, I, I like this one a lot. I mean, the, the, the I love like the bass at the start is just so yeah. groovy, mm. and you can like hear it sliding up and down. I love that that's kind of left in. Yeah, it just it sounds sort of like chugging to me. Mm. I just love how big it gets later on. Like, ooh, and the sort of like detuned piano. Uh, it's got so much texture to it. Oh, that yeah. When, whenever that that like piano comes in. Near the end, it just like completely like caught me off guard because mm. it 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 sounds a little um kind of frantic and like losing losing your mind a little bit. It sounds a little bit nine inch nailies, a na- mm. na- little bit like nine inch nailies. <laughs> that was, nine wow. inch nailies. <laughs> That's very funny. Oh dear, I can cut this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting you cut. That. Um, I just. Topically, I think this is very strong. Like that sentiment of insecurity that we spoke about on the previous songs. It's kind of she goes all in on this one. Yeah, and she really kind of lets it be known what she doesn't like about herself. Yeah, no, it's it, it's great. Again, talking about insecurity about being jealous. Um, I love the line where it talks about my jealousy started following me, and I guess you could kind of take the started following me to. Mm. Being on like on Instagram, on Twitter, so there's a literal oh, person that you're jealous of that is now watching yeah. you as well. Ah, uh, I didn't, I did pick up on that. That's that's really really cool. Yeah, I, I, because you know, there's, you can look at someone be jealous of what they have, but also be aware that they're watching whatever whatever space you have on the internet, and that can kind of could reinforce it. I, I think that's that's really good, and doesn't you know, draw attention to itself that line unless mm. you kind of think about it. Yeah, 
I, I love on the Coco, 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 yeah, Coco comparison. She like the drums hit on the Coco, which really kind of emphasizes uh, it. Yeah, yeah. It's really fun. And I love how that kind of, she kind of drags out the syllables, adds a few extra syllables on that just to drag out the, the line. Uh, yeah. I find that really fun. D- to me, this just seems like good kind of role model material for young girls. This is, mm. a, I, I like the sentiment expressed here a lot. And again, just so much fun on the delivery, like the, mm. the oh god, I can't stand it. She sounds so fed up, you know. <laughs> yeah, which is this is great. I love I love the shouting lyrics on the bridge again. Such a good bridge. Please, like how how that's so weird talent. <laughs> Normally, it's like choruses. People go write really good choruses, but for her, it's bridges for some reason. Yeah, there's there's a few bits I'm not hugely keen on. There's um. Beauty is not my lack is a pretty clunky line. Yeah, that's it. Just comes off a little awkward. Yeah, I think the delivery of it is a bit strange too. I mean, it, it kind of works better when um, she says the their win is not my loss. Um, that one mm. works a little better, and I feel like they tried to force in a kind of similar line. But the beauty is not my lack just feels yeah really awkward. Yeah, but not it. looking past that, I I love this song. This one was. Yeah, one I one I replayed a lot. Mm, for sure. Now, uh, if we were talking about melodrama earlier, <laughs> this one is... Now, I do like this song. I do. Oh. I, look, this is good, because I have literally nothing to say about this song. Okay. Um, I've, like, I, I'm re- I really need to carry this, because I have <laughs> no idea what this is about. Look, I, don't, I don't get it at wait. all. Okay, so... Well, first of all, the like the production that that guitar reminds me very much of Sufjan Stevens, the finger plucking style. Mm. The I love the the big kind of slow sluggish bass that comes in later on. Uh, just the the vocal melodies on this are great. I think in this she's likening how this fella treated her to a crime, oh. which hence the melodrama. Um, right. that I was speaking about earlier. She hopes that it was kind of worth his time. Oh, I'm so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was like, what, what do they like commit crimes together? <laughs> 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 Rap I just, snitches. <laughs> I just did not get it at all. Right, what he did to her was criminal. It's so obvious when you say it. Oh. Um, that, well, don't worry, because the next song I have questions but yeah that, that at least that's how i interpreted it i don't have a huge amount to say about the lyrics i'm um, so stupid like that annoy every time a siren sounds i wonder if yeah yeah like threw like threw me off i guess the police sirens you know oh i feel like such an idiot <laughs> <laughs> we just lost all credibility bro <laughs> we, we didn't have any credibility I, but Connor, we definitely Connor, won't have any now Connor, I'm taking over Almond <laughs> It's now a solo podcast. <laughs> We're doing um, Donda next time, so it'll just be like three hours of you rambling. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, no, I couldn't tackle that on my own. Um, but yeah, yeah I, I like how she keeps um, lyrically linking everything back to like um, crime terminology. Like, you use me as an alibi. I cross my heart as you cross the line. Oh like my the, god, that's so clever. <laughs> the lines they set up like around a murder victim or whatever. 
So yeah, it's it's cool. I didn't pick up on any of that. <laughs> God, I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> this was a hard carry from Jonah that is, in terms of having something to say. That is hilarious. L- literally, okay, so I've, obviously we make notes for every song. And what I, I have two bullet points. <laughs> And I, I have the first one says another finger style guitar and singing thing that suffers from the same problems as the previous and for you by not having enough to sustain it for the full song. And then my second bullet point is I just don't get this song. <laughs> bro, bro, you got confused by a 17 year old girl pop singer. <laughs> now I'm only playing. Look, that's, I'm, fair I'm... <laughs> that's, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. I, I do far more stupid things in my everyday life. Uh... Yeah, oh, that was funny, right? Yeah, I'm, I, but oh, I'm not that fast in that song. I don't enjoy listening to it. You um, don't. I, I don't. Enough. I don't think that the fingerstyle guitar has enough to hold it. I love the kind of harmony parts that it does. I love. I love it when vocals are layered. Mm. But, oh yeah, of course. Yeah, that's really that's really it. I have no idea how this next one fits onto the album at all. Yeah, see, this is a strange one because so much of the album is. About you know breakup, about pining over this lost love, and hope you're okay. Well, the title might imply that it it would be about that. It's no, not, no, not at all. It's just about a couple of people that she she knew at school or from somewhere. And now it is a gorgeous song, in my humble opinion. I really love how it sounds, but I the actual kind of story and it's telling. Doesn't really do anything for me. It's not that it doesn't do anything for me. I just don't see how it fits onto the album at all. It feels like it come from a completely different album. Yeah, you know? it just does not thematically link in. I, mean, I love, I love that like that effect that's on the guitar at the start. I have no idea yeah. what it is. And I have driving me up the wall, but it sounds really nostalgic, mm. which is really effective because obviously it's a song talking about the past. Mm. Um, it sounds. Sorry, go on. No, there, there, I don't know. I, I, there's something this reminds me of, and I, I can't think of what it is. Can you save me? Did it, did it, did it remind you of something? No. No. Well, I guess I'm forever <laughs> stuck. There's some. There's something like like oh, but it's just out of reach in my brain. I don't know what it is. I have no. I I don't have anything like that. Um, I do have the. I love the guitar effects written down. It sounds like it's sort of in the next room over the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it sounds really washed out and these like magical sort of otherworldly synths. Just um, kind of out of reach. Yeah, just out of reach. That's perfect wording for it. Again, I have to bring up the bridge in this one because these like orchestral drums come in and these just ethereal vocals. I mm. love moments like that, like goosebump moments. They're like my favorite things in music. And that definitely gives me goosebumps, and I I get chills on that piano outro. I I love I love just earlier from that when the the guitar the electric guitar comes in uh, at I hope you're okay, and it just makes the song feel so kind of optimistic and mm. but still kind of melancholy. It's it, it's a really bittersweet song, so it is. Mm-hmm. It does a great uh, great job of yeah communicating that bittersweet feeling. Mm. It it feels to be like a a moment of great sincerity. Mm. Um, and I'm always down for that, you know. Do you think on the bridge he sounds so much like Taylor Swift? Yes. No, I didn't think that before, but now you say that, that 
clicks immediately. Yes, she does. I mean, there's a lot of like comparisons between her and Taylor Swift, but I, f- I feel like on like this br- the bridge of this song specifically, it could just fit so snugly on a hundred percent. Yeah, I, I seen you've been listening to a little bit of Taylor Swift on your Apple Music. You can't hide that from me. Yeah, because I kept like comparing <laughs> it to this. I, I, and she's got some, she's got some bops, Jonah. Ah, uh, shake it off is the only one that works for me personally. As it, did you did you not listen to the the new the new the two new ones? I I've started both of them and I couldn't finish neither of them. There's some there's some good. I mean, I'm not like huge on them, but there's some good songs. Anyway, we're getting distracted. Mm. Um, yeah, I like I like this song. It's it's sonically it's like a i think it's a really fitting end yeah. it sounds it, yeah. quite climactic and tying mm. things up it, that that that's true even if narratively it doesn't wrap up like i might enjoy um sonically this feels like a, a closer for sure and it's kind of nice you can ha- kind of hear her and a producer at the end talking mm. it sounds like through like a room and i think like, the last thing you, you hear is like everything's wrong with the record start over again <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm so every time I hear stuff like that, I know this is a really weird thing to throw in at the end, but I think of when Logic does it and it just makes me laugh because it sounds so inorganic when I mean, Logic it does it. And it's like, this is scripted. Like, what why did you put this on here? But sorry, that's neither here nor there. It it works it works well. Logic does it's a bit cringy when he does it, but it works it works well here, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was it was nice. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, um, I I think this is a cool if possibly misplaced closer i know that doesn't really make sense but mm. i think it communicates it well enough so yeah closing closing thoughts on the album do you know uh, i was really quite pleasantly surprised by this uh i expect i'll probably keep listening to it for a little bit you know this is no high art but for for a pop album made for for 15 year old girls i think this is really quite cool yeah, I I think this is really I enjoyed it a lot more than I expected to. I I really like Good for You. Um, obviously I heard it on the radio. Wasn't expecting to enjoy the rest of the album as much as I did. I do think there are some duds. I I do think kind of Favorite Crime and Enough for You don't really do it for me, which is a shame because it is already such a kind of short album. Mm. But yeah, yeah, that's true. But I, I do like how it's lean. It doesn't overstay its welcome. She's clearly very talented. Mm. Whether or not I'm optimistic, she that she will go on to do like great things. I don't know about that. I might check out her next project. Who knows? You know, we'll see. Were, were you aware at all of any of the um the the internet gossip or drama about the specific boy? This is uh no. This is quite funny because my um, I I've had it all explained to me by my girlfriend's sister, ah. and she's she's fifteen, so she's the prime yeah target, and she's like, so there's this guy that she went out with, and then they broke up, and then then she went he went out with her, and then Olivia wrote a song, and then he wrote a song, and then the girl she wrote a song. They all have songs. Oh wow! Apparently, were they um, like were they like diss tracks though? I don't. Well, it's probably, <laughs> I don't think it's like. I, I, yeah, I think it's more like um, kind of emo song, emotional uh, snide comments. I don't know. I haven't listened to them. I, I really want to hear like pop diss tracks now. That sounds so funny. <laughs> where they just never really say anything quite that mean, you know. <laughs> Um, but no, that that that's a very funny story. Yeah, I had it all explained to me, but it was it was the a lore. lot. 
the album lore comment. <laughs> <laughs> literally, like apparently, like it's all on TikTok and it's a big thing about this guy. Um, I can't remember what it is. Was, but was he another Disney guy? Yeah, I think he was on High School right. Musical or something. Okay, I don't know. I don't know all the ins and outs. All the ins and outs, but I thought it was, I thought it was slightly amusing. Oh, before before we close, I also just want to say I really like I really like the title of the album. I think Sar is a great, is I a great title. Think about that because it's kind of it is sort like something that's sore it's kind of slightly negative and abrasive's the wrong word but harsh not harsh yeah a little 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 harsh you know okay little it's not a it's not a you wouldn't use sore in a positive way i guess if yeah. describing your kind of rapping an album but your teenage years of being mm. kind of sore i think that's kind of i, I think the, the the album cover fits the album too like the color scheme of it mm. and just the like stickers on her face they look pretty cool yeah so cool, well. cool, cool album cool album. i'm i'm glad we we gave this a go yeah i'm i'm really glad you suggest this one because i i'd listened to it once before but i, I just kind of had it on and hadn't really hmm. probably sat down it. and listened to it so i never went back to it but um i'm glad i'm glad you suggested it so i did because there's a lot to like here hell yeah yeah and All uh, right. next time we we we're gonna be doing don the boys that's going to be an exciting oh, episode. Yes, we're doing the new Kanye West album, Donda. It is a long album. We, I, I, we have we've refrained from talking about it with each other. I'm Completely. desperate to talk to you about it because yeah. it's it's been out for like a week and a half now, this, and it yeah. feels like a significant moment for this podcast. I think it's going to be a turning point. Yeah, the next one's gonna be long. Oh yeah, maybe two parts. We don't know yet. Maybe two parts. Yeah, we're, we'll we're, see. We're we're rambling. We should wrap this. Up. Right. Yes. Um, <laughs> join us next time for Donda. Please check out our social media stuff. Album check podcast Instagram. I think it's just album check on Twitter. It's album check pod, is it not? Album check pod on Twitter. <laughs> I don't even know. Check. Goddamn character limits. Yeah. yeah tell your friends be linked somewhere. Tell your friends. Um. Yeah, that's it. Bye. Bye. Oh shit, I knocked on my water again. <laughs> we are keeping that oh, in. No. We're... Oh no. It's everywhere. It's been staying in the edit. Staying in the edit. <laughs> <laughs>